2: To make you fret or make you frown. We had spoilers, but now we're free. There are no spoilers. On Heroes 101 Radio, good night. This is a show with more twists and turns than Age of Ultron had. Frickin' spoilers, and yeah, you've seen them too. I am Spectre from the New York Hero Initiative, and with me, as ever, is my sister from Another Mister, the lovely uh, r- rock and roll from the California Hero Initiative.
0: Ahoy, oh, ahoy. Hello. <laughs>
2: The so spoilers on Age of Ultron, huh? Doesn't that drive you crazy?
0: Oh my god! You know what? We should have told people. Um, if you're going to listen to the show tonight and you haven't seen Age of Ultron, that might be uh, a bad idea to to stick around. But um, I mean, you've seen it. I know you have, Spector. I saw your posts and I saw it. So it, we may talk about that later. Just just want to warn you guys. Just want to warn you. So, I don't know.
2: I'm not. I'm not going there with spoilers. You know, I. saw... are I saw I right. something you posted yesterday about seeing it two nights in a row, and uh, someone immediately right. posted a spoiler, like the first thing someone said was a spoiler. It's like, dude, do you not realize?
0: How many people haven't seen it yet? Yeah, I know, I know. Usually I'm really good, and I won't say anything to anybody for like a, you know, a good month, but this one I'm going, oh, I want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know so. what you mean. That was a serious movie. All right you know what we we won't give up we won't give up any big key points, I guess we'll be good, darn it darn you that's that's so heroic of you <laughs> speaking of <laughs> uh-uh.
2: talking of being uh, being heroic though our uh, our show the last few weeks has been pretty damn epic I must say you know we had the uh, um, originally we had uh, Eric The Smoke Moran, we had um, Misfit as well, a pro bodybuilder talking about fitness. We had Eric Moran talking about going from being an ex-Marine to being a professional cosplayer and that that was awesome and then we had uh, Mike from Toxic Radio talking about starting your own heavy metal radio station and then last week we obviously had our um, uh, emergency prep show talking about what do you do in a disaster and, and how prepared are you and you know what I actually had some feedback from somebody who listened in and wanted to correct me on a couple of things that I particularly said and I I think I've got to come clean and stand corrected So, two things that I said that were were kind of points of contention the first one was I mentioned my uh, John Rambo's you know first blood style uh, knife which has needle and thread in the hilt and I said if I were to be seriously wounded I would Use that needle and thread to to patch myself up and at least uh, at least get me through till I could get some proper medical attention um, and stop me potentially bleeding to death. However, apparently uh, cotton thread is a really bad idea to to try to patch yourself up with because it has so many uh, so many kind of bumps in the surface that it can become a breeding ground for bacteria. So, uh, you know, I, I think. Personally, I would still rather give it a shot and stop myself bleeding to death and, you know, hope that I could get to a hospital before I got an infection. But, uh, you know, I think our listener was correct in saying that, uh, you know, I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't 100% accurate on that. And uh, similarly, I made a comment about um, uh, kind of stockpiling pills and, and the fact that if you're taking something like, like antibiotics, maybe you could... Um, you know, have a, have a backlog of antibiotics that you could store by maybe keeping one pill for per uh, series of antibiotics that you were taking. Um, however, again, the same listener made it clear to me that uh, if you actually take less than your prescribed course of antibiotics, you can end up with uh, the virus or the the infection that you're suffering from becoming immune to that type of antibiotic because you haven't had quite enough. And that's why we have these these kind of super uh, Uh, super infections that become immune to antibiotics. So, uh, you know, perhaps it's a good idea to just listen to your doctor and do as you're told. Um, You know, your choice.
0: Interesting. See, now I do know that they want you to run your entire course of antibiotics. So that second one would make sense. First one, however, I think is slightly debatable because, like you said, you have to weigh, you know, your options. What's the lesser of, of two evils? That's like saying don't eat too much of this kind of food because it's really not good for you. Versus, well, I'm kind of starving and weak right now. So, you know, what do you do? Do you eat so that you have more energy, knowing that that stuff's either going to make you thirsty or is not really great for you, or do you, you know, just not eat until you find healthier food? I think you do what needs to be done at the moment. Just like with the stitching, usually, if you if you have something going wrong, you know, where you're bleeding. And it can be sewn together. I, I Use the damn cotton thread. Because okay, I'm not going to go around pinching a wound together to keep it from bleeding all day. That's just my personal preference. Rock opinions do
2: not reflect. Go, if, if you had a choice, though, between the cotton thread and uh, and I think it was in Rambo <laughs> 2, wasn't it, where he used gunpowder to call it. No, it was the one in Afghanistan, I think the third one. He used uh, cotton, he used gunpowder to cauterize a wound. You know, if it was me and I had right. the choice, I think I'd be going for the needle and thread.
0: You know, I saw that in Lost also, a big Losty, and, and I loved Saeed. And there's that part where he did that to a wound that Charlie, uh, a character Charlie had cut his head uh, open. He had a nice gash. So he opened up a bullet and poured the gunpowder on top and then lit it on fire. You know, if it's that bad of a wound where you need to do that, then do it, but otherwise I think I'd go for the needle and thread, which was also on the first episode of Lost for all you losties out there. I would I would do needle and thread. I think I can handle that more than I could handle my skin being on fire for a second. So yeah. This is some so, distressing you know, stuff. <laughs> uh, and I'm
2: kind of getting hung up on the past, but for our current show, I guess we should let people know that they can uh, they can join us in the chat room and you can spend 30 seconds to set up a uh a blog to radio chat account and talk to us in the chat room and we'll respond Uh, or you can give us a call and if you want to give us a call the number is area code 347-326-9827 so that's 347-326-9827 it's all on the blog talk radio website
0: right and you know what i really encourage our rlsh uh, real life superhero brethren to call in because um this show is about being uh more heroic, adding some heroism to your life, and they're already doing that, so it'd be nice to hear uh, some tips from people who have some experience out there, out there, boots on the ground type of experience, so yeah, call in guys, 347
2: So, So tonight's show, uh, what would Captain America do? Uh, you know, what what would Captain America do? Is he punching his bag? <laughs> Is he watching his language? I, I don't know, but... Uh... What, what do you think?
0: <laughs> uh well, first of all, he would make sure that we don't forget that we have some things we need to plug <laughs> before we start the initial uh conversation about what Cappy would do because you know, he's a he's a very uh polite type of guy. And he'd probably call me ma'am and such. So, <laughs> now, wouldn't that drives you nuts. <laughs> you, you know what? Really? You know, I don't know the whole uh language thing too. Watch it. oh, dang it. I wasn't going to give anyway. Ignore that I just said that. It's, uh, no spoilers. Um, yeah, yeah, but we do have some things that we do need to uh, to put out there. Uh, events that are coming up for uh, this weekend, I believe. And uh, Spectre, I'll I'll let you go first. You're always letting me go first.
2: Yeah. So you know we we've been doing a lot. To, um, there's there's basically a homeless group in in Harlem. There, there was a lot of press, I guess, a month or so ago, um, maybe more than that. We had. Um, a reporter come out with us and do an expose on, on homeless people living on the streets in Harlem, and it was um, it was a lot about, uh, you know, why they choose to live on the streets rather than go to shelters, the kind of horrific things that have happened to them in shelters, and and then, you know, some focus on the kinds of things we do to try to help. Um, so we went back there, uh, I guess, two weeks ago now, and, and the cops had moved them on, and... When I say moved on, like they had, they had painted over all the graffiti. Everything was clean and sparkling. It was like these people had never existed. Their whole camp had just gone, and it took us wow. probably a, a week or so to actually track these guys down. Um, and the conditions that they're living in now are, are just horrendous. I mean, it wasn't great before, but they kind of had a bit of a sense of community and they had some shelter. And now, you know, now these guys are just basically living in a, in, in kind of a courtyard outside an office building. Um, and it, it's absolute squalor that they're living in. It, it's horrendous. So um, our our main focus at the moment, week on week, is just get out there, give these guys some food and some supplies, and, and just really just do our best to keep them alive. You know, it's as simple as that.
0: Oh yeah, and you know what? Never discount that. That's one of the things that prompted the the subject, the topic of this show is is doing things like that. Um, so good on you guys for doing that. We uh, are doing something next weekend that doesn't have to do with outreach unless you consider community outreach. Uh, Well, yeah, that's heroic to me it is. Uh, We're, let's see, my my females group, the Superheroines Initiative, for you ladies who want to join a group. You can also join any one of the Hero Initiative groups um, or any RLSH group out there that, that sounds good to you. Check them out and Uh, Join a group. It makes it a lot easier to volunteer. But we're going out. And in San Francisco this weekend, uh, Saturday, May 9th, there is, it's called the SF Porch Fest, where they encourage, um, you know, just your community, come out on your porch. Everybody have a drink in your hand. And I mean a drink as in, like, for kids. They're encouraged, too. So lemonade, you know, punch, whatever. And then, you know, a glass of wine for neighbors. They, They want you to come on out. Porch Fest has been going for 15 years, so it's a nice way to get the community out. Plus, uh, in conjunction with that, there is a Wonder Women Super Shiro's um, Art Gallery exhibit um, in San Francisco, in the Mission District, 24th Street. There is, um, there's there's going to be awesome food, music, and lots of community involvement, and that's what we're going to be doing. We women are going to be walking around our superhero capes um, just Spreading some uh, some good cheer to the community. So if you have any time, SF Porch Fest is from noon to I believe five, and the Wonder Women Superheroes Art Exhibit is at Pig and Pie. That's right, I said Pig and Pie um, at three o'clock, three to five. And there's more info. You can go to uh, our Facebook site, Superheroines Initiative. If you just look for that, you'll find all the info on our Superheroes Initiative on Facebook. So there you go. I think we've done enough plugging. <laughs> what do you think?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You know, I think we've got some, some other things that we might want to plug towards the end as well. Oh, but,
1: yeah,
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, say putting people to sleep for now. But, uh, okay, so, uh So, yeah, what would Captain America do then? So, um, I, you know, I guess I guess probably it's worth explaining to people who we are in case people are listening in and thinking, what the heck are you guys talking about? But uh, we are, as Rob just mentioned, we are a group collectively known as the, the Hero Initiative Group uh, and, uh, as Rock said, the, the female version, the Super Heroines Initiative Group. Um, and we uh, loosely cover anything that really benefits our communities. So it could be community activism. It could be public safety patrols. It could be homeless outreach. really anywhere that we feel that there's a niche to be filled um, that, that any volunteers can cover. Um so you know, in in terms of what we do, uh, and and I think you can you can classify a hero. You know, there, there are obvious heroes in society. There are soldiers, there are firefighters, there are police, there are EMTs and paramedics. You know, those are people who regularly put their lives on the line for the you know for the benefit of their community. And and obviously, you know, the, those are pretty huge heroics in their own right. And I, and I, I kind of, you know, I feel that that's a somewhat of a different scale. Um, and then I, I guess at the other end of that spectrum are the very small everyday heroics, you know, the, the, the random acts of kindness, the the people who don't walk by when they see someone fall down in the street, who try to help them up, and, you know, do those small things that, that make other people's lives better. Um, and I would say that on that spectrum of small heroics and, and big heroics, we try to fit somewhere in the middle. You know, we make our sacrifices. We do, you know, we do uh, make calculated risks. Um but you know, we we hope that the benefits that we give to our communities are, are worth that.
0: Right, and and I'm glad you said we are. We're never thought about that before. We're right in the middle somewhere. Uh, we're we're not paid. We don't get paid to do anything. So, um, oh, isn't that lovely? I'm sorry, I. I do have my uh my it's because i'm going to share a sound bite straight from my phone so i i did have the sound up but i'll turn it down now um yeah we are right in the middle because like he said we don't necessarily rush right into danger but we won't really walk away from it i don't think i've ever been with a group on patrol um any of our groups and and have walked away from something unless it's a de-escalation type of walking away that's a different story um so yeah, that's a that's a really good way to put it. And I'm thinking that we need to define what a hero is. What do you think, Specter? Especially since we've got Captain America as a as an example. You know, we're using well, him as our our measuring stick. Yeah, you know what? I, I think
2: I think to define what a hero is, you you could possibly look at what a hero is not. <laughs> and, you know, I think we already talked about walking on by, and, you know, there, there were two occasions in the last week where I saw, uh, both in Manhattan in Midtown Manhattan, a well-dressed young woman, obviously, you know, obviously going to work um, in the rush hour, trip and fall in the middle of a busy street, and crowds of people just walk on by like they didn't even see it. and And, you know, it's not... It's not like you see a homeless person or a drunk laying in the street, and you're worried that you might, you know, they might be cut and you might get some infection, or you know, this is a probably someone in their mid twenties who's very well dressed, who's obviously going to the office, and people walk on by like they're garbage, and you know, that to me is the very opposite of what a hero is. You know, a hero is the person who goes out of their way to to try to identify and, and help in those kind of situations. You know, that's
0: you know, a, that's a really good example because. I- people laugh they just laugh and I'm thinking you asses I can't believe you just you la- laughed at laugh that person you didn't offer them help you just you laughed at their pain you know oh it, I, I wonder you know no I know how they would be if that were a family member someone they cared about there'd be no laughing they'd be really angry at the person that laughed And you know
2: what? Yeah, that that reminds me. When I first moved to the United States, one of the things that that really prompted me to get involved in this and and really opened my eyes to to the um, apathy of of society was I I was in a canoeing accident where I was with my wife and my two young kids on a canoe. It was our very first time, and we went out in the Hudson on a quiet bay. Um, We're paddling around through some deeper water to find a, a nice beach to have a picnic. And all of a sudden, a school comes out of nowhere and capsizes the canoe. And you know, my kids were, I, I think, probably six and seven at the time. Um, they couldn't swim very strong at all. They were wearing life preservers, and so you know, we we pull them out from under the canoe. They were trapped underneath it, uh, which was you know pretty harrowing. Um, swim them to the shore, and as we get to the shore, we notice two people, a couple, um, who had basically been making out in the rocks, an older couple, and they were laughing at us and filming on their mobile phone <gasps> was going on. and are
1: you, know, you kidding
0: wow
2: so uh yeah you know that, that, that to me and i have to say as well and i don't want to go into wow. of negative rent but um i have to say there, there were two other um things that really struck me as being very unheroic and the opposite of what we do recently one was a certain um very well-known real-life superhero character who this week um, was mocking a, a heavily pregnant woman for being overweight and, you know, making jokes about have a great day, eat a Twinkie. I mean, like, seriously, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to have Mike from uh, Toxic Radio on to basically give a big fuck you to that person because that, to me, you know, is the lowest of the low, picking someone who's got insecurity <coughs> because of the condition they're in and and then mocking them for it. So that that was lack of heroics number one. Lack of heroics number two were people who talk a lot on facebook and and a lot on other social media sites about being a superhero being this and being that, and they spend more time actually posting about the food that they ate for dinner that night than they do
0: actually achieving anything
2: so there you go there's my there's my unheroic examples of the day.
0: oh, you mean Phoenix Jones? I'm sorry. Did I say something you weren't going to say? Oh, I, 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 I'm so sorry. I, I I absolutely went there. Yeah, yeah, that was really, that was scummy of him. Uh, you know, and if anybody's following him and is a fan right now, it, if you are that blind, what a crappy person that Phoenix can be. I mean, he's already lost his team. He got, you know, he was publicly outed by his ex for being abusive, so real heroic there, right? Um, and he, he just, like you just said, he recently um, made fun of a, a, a larger, a heavyset woman, uh, friend who is um, pregnant and had to talk about how fat she was because, you know, that's how infantile he is. So, yeah, those things we're going to use absolutely as examples of what a hero is not. So uh, if if even if we can't, can you know, just to confine our definition of, of what a hero is to some black and whites, we can definitely tell you what one is not, and, and he is not. I'm sorry. So, so uh,
2: yeah, I think we should take a deep breath and <laughs> move on yeah, to yeah. more positive topic. Okay, topics. rant,
0: rant <laughs> over. <sighs> but <anyway. laughs> but that, that
2: needed okay. to come out, right? I mean.
0: So oh, yeah, yeah, that was Absolutely. I had no idea you were going to say that. And I was thinking, why are we protecting this guy's name? You know, for one thing, we don't want people following false prophets. And that guy, you know, is not no example of a hero. So, so there you go. Um, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to derail. <laughs> okay, so on to more positive. We do have uh, a couple people in our um, queue right now, in fact, uh, who were going to talk to us about uh, – Captain America and um, I, I believe heroism. So, um, shall we bring them on too? Yeah, and, let's uh, do it. All right. And and I I know who this is. I believe it's I, who eight oh one. Who are you tonight?
3: Did someone say Captain America? We did. Hey, it's this from Geekpile. What's up, everybody?
0: Harry. Hey, you know what? And I knew I was going. You know what? if if i mention captain america that's like putting meat on a little uh, fishing <laughs> hook of so, you know that's it um and yeah, I hear that you are the the premier Captain America. Well, you know, <laughs> you know I, I never, you
3: know, but yeah, I think I got a black belt in Captain America, yeah. There
0: that. you go, there you go. We've got him from, from that awesome, oh, I love your radio show, um, Geek Pile, who he uh, co-hosts with. And this guy also happens to be holding in our uh, our queue. Uh, with, he is? He is. Are you there? Are you there, other half of Geek Pile? Yeah,
4: I'm
0: here. I wouldn't be. That would be. My bites. There you go. That would oh, be the Danimator. <laughs> so we've got Biff and the Danimator from Geek Pile joining us tonight about heroism, Captain America, and all that other stuff. And and only oh, problem is uh, he's got uh, the Danimator has some uh, some he, background noise. He's driving in a car right now, so we'll try to keep that to a minimum. But you know, we'll we'll still get him to join in. So. That's,
2: that's dedication for you. That's, that's pretty heroic in my
0: opinion. <laughs> that's hella heroic. Just please don't get an accident. I try.
2: Okay, there
0: you go. Just be careful. So if, so if I was could, uh, doing
1: it, he would say
0: it's uh,
2: irresponsible. <laughs>
0: ooh. He would.
2: I, got I put it to... So, um, Biff, <laughs> you, you, you've, Aven- you've seen Age of Ultron, have you now? I, and, I know you did a show on the weekend where you hadn't quite seen it. Is that right?
3: Oh, yeah. I, I've seen it, but uh, Dan finally saw it. He texted me late in the evening and told me he quite enjoyed it. That
1: was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a really, he's not
3: here. That was, that was awesome. just Yeah, it was, a, it was a sound bite I just pushed. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, too much. Um, so okay, since since we we want to get to that part, but before then, why don't we? Because we're talking about heroism and and people who aren't heroic or people who right. are, and and how to add some heroism to your life. With with that, Biff, Captain America. What do you? Because if you're if you've got a black belt in Cappy, there's there's something that makes you interested enough to keep learning about him. So what do you love? What do you you know what are your favorite heroic things about cap
3: okay aside okay aside from like his awesome superpowers unbreakable shield uh unwavering uh valor in the face of danger all of that what mm-hmm. cap is is an ideal and
1: it's a great
3: ideal that every single person can stand up and be strong and proud and whatever. It really doesn't have to do with America, per se. It's the ideal that America was founded on, not necessarily the country. Does that make sense? It's mm-hmm. hard to be Captain America because he does the right thing all the time, and he always, always, whether it's, you know, it's the hard thing to do, he always makes the right choice. Now, of course, you can't live up to that standard, and Cap hasn't always lived up to that standard either. But no matter how far off the mark Cap is, Cap's been a werewolf. So even that far off the mark, he still comes back to the middle and still is the the good-hearted, make a difference, everybody should be, you know, strong and awesome type guy that he is. That's why I like Captain America.
4: Hey, remind me to send Biff a
3: gold card, for God's sake, for pulling out the werewolf reference. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you can't get any more crazy than a werewolf, right? I mean, Cap was not a popular guy in that era of comics. But he came back. He said sorry to all the people he maimed or killed. Like, I don't know how it worked with the werewolf thing. But
0: he came back,
3: is what I'm saying.
1: You know?
0: Wow. No, I think he hit. I think you you hit the nail on the head, though, with that explanation of cap. Uh, I think the thing that that sticks out to me most is when you say he he makes the right choices. Now, like you said, he's made some bad choices, of course, because he's human. Oh still. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. but he, his whole you know long term for the long haul, he's in it to make the right choices. That's the thing. Right. And right. that's really an important part of this show: is is making the right choices.
3: Andy's
2: awesome fighter and has an unbreakable shield.
0: <laughs>
2: you know what? As well, growing growing up in the UK, I um, you know, we we had our Marvel equivalent was Captain Britain, um, who was what Brian Braddock, I think. Um, yeah, Brian I mean, Braddock. Yeah, Captain Britain had some great superpowers, but he didn't compare to Captain America at all. But you know he who did?
3: Compared to Captain America, in my opinion, from Britain, Union Jack.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Union
3: Jack had no superpowers whatsoever. He was just a British... He was like James Bond with a mask. And he kicked a lot of ass for Queen and Crown.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know what, though? I I, I mean, thinking about Captain America, um, and and this is going seriously down Spoilerville, but... um, I read the the Marvel Civil War comic books with my kids recently and um oh, I mean they were epic. I mean some of the best comic book stories I've ever read and uh you know just the the dichotomy of um of Iron Man and Captain America's struggle and the reasons why they did what they did and the depth of character there was was just amazing. And like like you said, you know Captain America's kind of gone down some almost stupid routes <laughs> over the years but yeah. you know, it comes back to that core, you know. It's uh, it's amazing.
3: Yeah. Now let me ask you this, there, Spectre. Um, who was who was wrong, Tony Stark or Steve Rogers?
2: You know, you know. I've got to side with uh, I've got to side with Steve Rogers because uh, you know I, 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 it's just the rebellious nature, isn't it? No one wants to be uh, <laughs> uh, uh, siding with the G Man and the government. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be on Captain America's underground side. I think.
3: I I think Cap would be too because I got a crush on him. I don't think that Tony Stark <laughs> is totally wrong. You know, he was just trying to keep people safe from superpowered beings, right?
0: Well, you know what? In the best stories, in the best stories, no one really is snidely whiplash. No, you know, right. no villains are. I just want to. What what happens is both sides are fighting for what they believe is best. So I also, you know,
3: I also think that the hard part about being doing what you guys do I mean you're doing in the real life superhero community. I can name you twenty Captain America bad guys,
1: right? They all
3: have faces, they all have organizations that you can name them as a real life superhero. You fight a nameless, faceless enemy, whether it be hunger, whether it be crime, whether it be. Uh, you know, apathy for a fellow man, whatever those reasons are, they don't have a red skull. There's no, like, leader of hunger or leader of war or leader of bad things. It's easy for Cap to punch Hitler in the face. Real-life superheroes don't have that option. They have to fight a battle that may never, ever win. Not to depress you guys. Wow, that, that's deep, man. That's that's pretty deep. I know. Hey. I'm
0: sitting here going, "Wow," just letting it sink in.
3: Hey, yeah. I, got a, I got a lot of love for my real life superheroes, whether they be real or fictional. You know?
0: No this kidding,
3: right? I didn't know my fellow geek brethren could get so deep. <laughs> Golly, man! Hey,
0: <laughs>
3: I bleed spandex. Okay, I bleed spandex. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now he's a Biff. You're a good person to ask because you you've seen both sides of you know people trying to be superheroes in real life, and you know the ones who will call them out for their BS. You know, so I'm I'm wondering what advice you would have because I, this show is also for people. I call them civilians who who aren't interested in becoming real life superheroes but really want to do something, you know, heroic. They're going, what can I do? What can I do? You know, I can I can do homeless outreach, I can, you know, help somebody when they fall down. But when you're talking to the real life superheroes who are already pick, picking out their costumes and already going out there trying to be the best heroes they can be, what things do you see them failing at most? Because if you see the failures, you can address how they can be fixed.
3: Do you want know your guys' problem is? You all okay. wanna be Batman. You <laughs> all wanna be Batman. Like this mysterious shadow in the dark and then no one knows your name and you fight crime when you're not working at Kinkos. It's not <laughs> real life isn't that way. Like I I you know, Dark Guardians, never met him. But that guy goes out on the street every night and risks life and limb for a cause. The difference between him and Captain America is what? A shield? That's it. What's the difference between Spectre and Batman, besides a billion dollars and a really cool car? Uh, that's a nice hair. Well, I guess Batman's kind of bad to say, because he's, he's kind of built on revenge, but there's really no difference. You all of you fight for a cause, whatever that cause may be, helping or ending hunger or whatever, you're you're not that much different than what they are, mm. really. And that's so- coming from a true super geek, right? I wouldn't say that. If you couldn't cut Captain America's mustard, I would not be on this phone call because I think that people that fight for a cause are important. I mean, some of those people are called Nazis, too, but this isn't the kind of cause that you guys are fighting for.
0: That's not yet.
3: <laughs>
0: right. no. Well,
3: the world domination. Remember I said nice
2: things about you on the radio right. show. So, yeah. We'll let and, you live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for a while. Um, you know what? Uh-huh. Well, we, <laughs> you mentioned the kind of, you know, the, the fact that there's no bad guy. Um and, and I think that the traps that a lot of people in, in doing what we do fall into is that the most common adversary that you face out in the streets are often the authorities, because they are the people who uh, are either not taking crime seriously when they should or don't have the manpower or what have you, or they're moving along homeless people because they're trying to, you know, move them out of uh, populated areas. Right. Um, so you know the, the risk is that you start to see the authorities or, or the police or you know someone along those lines as the enemy, which is, is obviously not. You know they're a group of people trying to do their best as well, um, but it, it's certainly a trap that the uh, the real life superhero movements see the police as uh, as their adversary.
3: Well, I think they also see them as an adversary because they don't perpetuate their Batman, uh, uh, like you know uh fantasy. You know, if some guy if you show up at a party and you're wearing a mask and somebody goes, Take your fucking mask off you can't be mad at the guy for telling taking you know, telling you to take your mask off. You're scaring the shit out of everybody. so you oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I forgot I'm not on my own show.
1: Um, oh, we're kidding.
0: Go ahead. Oh oh, go ahead.
3: oh, like, oh, Get I'm it? sorry. Get just, it? you know Spectre doesn't yeah. yeah, Spectre doesn't like that kind of language. Um <laughs> I got it, I got it. Um, but do you see what I'm saying? I think that they, because the uh, real-life superhero people think cops are just, like, harsh in their buzz. Oh, he won't let me wear a cape or carry a katana sword. What's, why Why won't he? You know, that's sucky. Police are bad. Police are your friends. You know what I mean? Whether Whether or not you, someone robs your house, you don't call Spectre.
1: You know, hey, inspector! <laughs> someone
3: stole my car. I, I, I need you to use your bat tracker to find it.
1: Cops,
3: you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, there's with all the cops in the news, and you know, I said cops to your friends, and there's probably millions of people out there going, uh uh, but rob that guy's house and see who he calls next. You'll call the cops too. Do you know what I'm saying? Unless you're Dave Chappelle, where you just, you know, sprinkle a little crack around and then leave but it's not, cops should not be your enemy. You know, this isn't Batman year one. You're not fighting the cops to, you know, it's not comics.
0: You know, I don't think that with everything you see going on in Baltimore, and you know, over here they had Oscar Grant. They have so many, you know, so many instances of cops doing the wrong thing. Still, there are. I'm not going to condemn police officers. I'm going to condemn the bad ones.
2: No. You yeah. know, that's
0: it. Just the right. bad ones. Because I'm sorry, I've had so many good experiences with police officers. Yeah. You know, where they've helped me. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Oh yeah. You know. I, and you're right. I wouldn't have had anybody else to call. I don't have any, you know. We don't really have Batman to call. So until well, that happens,
3: I've got, I've got you guys, right? I mean, you guys right. are superheroes. You guys got motorcycles
0: and communicators <laughs> and paramedics. That's who I'm calling. <laughs> there you go. Oh man, um, you, you know the thing that's that's tough because you were talking about cap and it's still ringing true is is being a good example it is tough to
3: be you know sometimes impossible
0: yeah you know i was just saying that when we we did an outreach this weekend um the the female the superheroes initiative and we went out and and i was talking to them in private saying yeah yeah they're cute aren't they um (laughs) i was talking to them in private saying, you know, sometimes I just want to go on Facebook and I just want to rant and let it out. And you know what? I realized recently that I can't. I, I right. can't. And they're going, oh, you're human. And I went, I am. But you don't understand. When the last time I ranted about something, I got two messages from people going, oh, man, I really like, you know, I, I look forward to your posts they keep me grounded they keep me uplifted and everything so is everything okay because it's really a bummer when i see it and i went wow so even in the show tonight
2: and and they hear fuck you phoenix jones
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know i let that one slip we'll edit it later
2: maybe (laughs) but you're
3: but you are two people do you see what i mean you have that superhero dichotomy. Captain America can't say, fuck Phoenix Jones. Or Captain America <laughs> can say, fuck Phoenix Jones. But your other, per- Steve Rogers can't. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah.
3: Or vice versa, I guess. I guess Steve Rogers like can like say bad things. He might get home right. and say, God, that Spider-Man is an asshole. You know, But when he's at <laughs> Avengers Tower, he might have to just be nice to Spider-Man. So I don't know. I don't know how it works with superheroes.
2: Yeah, you know, I I completely agree that when when I got into the whole real life superhero thing, I was very much against having an alter ego and a, a code name and all of that crap. It, it seemed very much um, presumptuous to do it, you know. But on on the one hand, the one reason I I did it was because you know, being an immigrant into this country, you're, you're studied under a magnifying glass and, you know, what happens if I get arrested when I'm out on patrol or, you know, there's some incident that gets recorded against my name. That's really the last thing I want is to be seen as some, you know, vigilante or something on, you know, from immigration purposes and end up being deported. So that that would suck. But also, like you say, you know, my, my personal Facebook page is where I moan about being sick and whine about being right. stressed about my job and all the day-to-day crap but my specter page right. is where I talk about the stuff that we do and the positivity and, you know, try to be an example right. for other people. Yeah. See? Right. It's hard to be super,
3: dude. <laughs> it ain't easy being spidey, dude.
1: Uh... Hello? You guys are What's so this? quiet. Why are you so quiet? <laughs> oh, what What
3: happened? Gosh, we all quit talking at the same time. That's I never happened know. before.
2: I, I'm just kind of—I'm yeah. a little stunned, actually. Biff, you, you're a rock star tonight. You know, the, the stuff you're coming out with is blowing my mind. It was. Hey,
3: I heard somebody was over here talking about cats
2: You know, so I
4: just wanted to come over. <laughs>
3: but um, well Now, let me ask you: out of out of all of the Captain America traits in which he instills. As a real life superhero, which one do you find the most inspiring? Is it his will is it his is it his tr- is ability to, to always tell the truth? Is it his compassion? What is it?
0: Uh, you can go is it for a, a second. Shield? Yeah. <laughs> it's always the shield. We love the shield. Are you kidding me? I, I've, I've got to say
2: integrity, I, I, and it surprises me because yeah. I'm not, and I have to confess, a massive Captain America fan. You know, give me uh, give me Iron Man, or you know, just, but um, yeah, you know, I, I think I've got to say integrity. Yeah,
1: Cap's
0: you know,
2: what? full of that, baby.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and that's funny that you'd say that because when you said it, I'm thinking that is so important to me. I was just saying. To bug the other day, I said, "Integrity means so much to me. With you know anybody I know, if if you say you're going to be somewhere, I I look for the good of people. I I want to believe the best in them. And if they say something as simple as I'm going to be there, I damn well believe they're going to be there. I'm going, yeah, they'll They said they would. So right. I you know even if they won't, but I I want people to think that of me. I really do. not want my kids to think that of me. I want my family. Right. I don't want to be that person that they say, oh yeah." name is synonymous with flaky so um yeah integrity and it caps integrity
3: yeah and if you fuck up and or i mean language if you mess up (laughs) and you stand up and say i'm spartacus and i'm the one that messed up that takes integrity too you know
0: it oh my god thank you especially that Uh, because you know being where you say you're gonna be is very important, but owning up responsibility for when you've screwed up oh my that's that's a very rare thing, very rare, it's sad too, how rare it is
5: yeah i like i like I'm here by the way now in the room, so yeah, oh my God there
0: he is uh, <laughs> yeah, so
1: clear. I, I uh
5: I really like the fact that that the cap does like like you were saying simon he he does uh he does try and set an example right so it's and it's tough to do. It's just like when you're when you're a dad and you try and censor yourself in front of your kids. You know, <laughs>
0: it, 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 takes,
5: it takes willpower, right? When you're really trying to to set that example.
0: Not during football season. I'm sorry.
5: And uh, I think I think Cap more than anybody. Well, maybe not more than uh, than Tony Stark realizes that he's on stage, like the world looking at him.
0: Oh, he loves it though. Oh, See yeah. Tony Stark does. He loves it on stage.
5: Yeah, but I think a lot of real life superheroes don't necessarily think of that. There's a s sometimes there's social cues you don't quite catch, like maybe the fact that the cops don't want to see you in a mask and <laughs> why that would be bad. Uh well you know what I mean? And that I think
3: I think a lot of things also about superhero like real life superheroes is they want to be on stage.
5: Uhhuh. They yeah.
3: want people to notice them. They want they've seen kick ass one too many times and think that that's <laughs> real, but it's not.
5: Right, but there's being on stage and and being a bad example versus being a good example. I mean, even, I'm sure you go to people's place of employment and, you know, uh, whether it's a, you know, service job and you just see that person, there they are behind the counter just being a total jerk and obviously their day is getting to them. They don't realize, you're on stage, bro. Like, we're all looking at you. We all see what you're doing. and
4: If you're a superhero in a...
5: Yeah, Exactly. Do you think Phoenix yeah. Jones
3: would ever have the integrity to say maybe that wasn't a very cool thing to say? Not right. Never. He won't.
1: Right. Never.
0: Exactly. Never. That's exactly a great point. Do you know what, that's like, comics, I didn't hear that
3: In comics, cool.
1: uh-huh. do
3: you know what they call the guy that makes bad decisions and uh, doesn't apologize for them and thinks he's right all the time even when he's dead wrong? What do they Who? call those guys in comics? Well, they call those what guys supervillains.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're
0: are yeah, yeah. pretty much
2: right. You know? Diabolical.
0: Yep. Yep. So you know, you know I, on I was
2: thinking um, earlier on when we were talking about that Captain oh. America. Then you know, before the show, I was thinking about Captain America, and it popped into my head that the phrase uh, "truth, justice, and the American way." And I'm sure now, thinking about it, that was actually Superman, not not Captain America. Yeah,
1: that's
5: right. Um, that's right. Yes,
2: that's Superman. And and you know, who oh,
5: was also. Nothing wrong with that as an example, right? That's still a super dude. The only difference is that he has like astronomical amazing ridiculous powers that really kind of are hard to measure up to, but there there is know?
3: a lot of parallels. There is tons of parallels between uh Superman and Captain America for sure. Captain America has been said to be
2: Marvel's Superman.
1: Mhm. So. Mm-hmm. But, you know,
2: mm-hmm. don't you think, and, and I don't want to get into a whole DC versus Marvel thing, but to me, oh, the character is so much more of an exciting character. I mean, just oh, so, me so too. much more depth and, and emotion. Me in too.
3: Him. Me too. Superman will always be the greatest because he was the first. You know what I mean? It's like being Buzz Aldrin mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? You are you were first. But I think the thing about Cap is he is he doesn't have the superpower to just Fly around the planet a hundred times and reverse time, and everything's cool. Captain America has to live with the decisions that he makes because he's just a normal man on the inside, with a really right. cool shield. Right.
0: No, you know, um, we've we've spent time talking about the real life superhero. You know, uh, some of the real life superhero community and. and you know just a few things that you can do to to be more heroic there's so many more um i think for people who aren't in the real life superhero community and who you know who don't really necessarily want to be there are so many, you don't have to I, I don't i don't think that it's going to help perpetuate us as a race if everybody thinks that a hero is only someone who's there during a crisis who tries to lift a car off of somebody who's been run over or who tries to stop the rolling baby carriage and, you know, just old-fashioned notions like that. I I, I think that uh, even though some people might call them, um, I don't know, just things we should do anyway, I call these actions heroic. I, I call little everyday things heroic. I think that things like giving blood, that's very heroic. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, shut up. And I don't mean giving blood by getting beat up and splattering it all over the ground. I think. Oh, take, those needles are scary. Like, taking first. I you know, know. Getting, getting CPR and first aid certification. And, and here he is laughing at it like. <laughs> like this stuff I think I'd heroic? rather
3: take on Dr. Doom. I think I'd rather take on <laughs> Dr. Doom. I hate needles, you know? I wow. hate them. Oh,
0: we found your, we found your, ooh, villain, we found your weakness. Your I didn't know that. That's the first thing I say,
5: For course. a guy who loves knives? Yeah.
0: Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay,
5: okay.
3: Podwife, <laughs> you should know my kryptonite is actually sharks. Okay? Oh,
1: wow. right, right. You share that. Everybody with Smith, knows
3: that. Poor you know, baby. Good origin. That. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I got tattoos. You know, that's cool. I mean, I don't hate them
5: that bad. Yeah. But
0: yeah, you're not okay.
5: There was another thing about <laughs> the Avengers and, and Captain America that I thought, and, and even even Batman. There's there's a mindset behind them where they also have an advantage. Like it, it literally is their job. I mean, they're kind of either hired by Shield or. They have this responsibility because the government created them, made them a super weapon, you know, or a super soldier. But there is a mindset that is 24 hours, these guys are on. Yeah. And yet, the only time we found out was recently was a little different. But I'm not going to spoil that from this Age of Ultron. But it is worth watching to see another vantage of these, you know, these heroes. But, well, uh, that, like, even, you know. Even someone was saying like they were talking about the the latest uh, the boxing match that just, ha- just happened the man the Pacquiao versus you know uh, you know wow well, hey man no spoilers here <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's over man
5: just live you the dream man
1: yesterday.
5: just live the dream whoever you, you wanted to win won that's that's fine <laughs> anyway so those those two guys think about them like we're watching them for what an hour oh maybe and. No, the, the boxing match. And like, no,
1: I'm uh, I
3: really wish for something to happen. Who am I, Scarlet Witch? Yeah,
5: do that. Yeah, just do <laughs> that. Go, ahead, do go that. ahead. Go ahead.
3: Go ahead. make sorry. it happen, I'm just dude. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead.
5: so, but those guys are, are 24 hours. They were training, and that's all they're thinking is this fight, this next fight. And that's a real hard part to be like if you're going to be a super real life superhero. You, that's your 24 hour gig, and there's and that's the thing to live up to. It's yeah. constantly being on stage and constantly, you know, thinking about how to solve a problem versus just running out and being a band-aid for a night.
0: Okay. You know, I have to address that really quickly because I've been accused of spending way too much of my free tri- time in this whole real life superhero. Um, it's hard. Yeah. And it's, it's the thing is, I've seen people, I won't mention any other names, I'm not going to go on any more rants, but I've seen people out there who call themselves heroes and who who dress up in their little motocross gear and such, and yet 70% of their time in this real-life superhero attempt is spent talking trash online.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: now, for me, not heroic, not heroic yeah. again. Again, so much easier to define what's not heroic. To me, if you would take half of that time and you would go get some training, like you said, how Pacquiao and Mayweather trained and how these superheroes are constantly training, are you trained? If you're going out there on a patrol, is your butt out there, you know, do you have CPR and first aid certification? Do you have some type of self-defense background? Because if you don't, you know, um, you should know your limits too. You should know – how, and that's another thing about being heroic, with civilian and real life superhero. Like, you really should know your limits. If you can't volunteer for ten things in a week, don't. Um, that's coming from someone who tries to volunteer for ten things in a week. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I'm no learning. Um, but if you can't, don't. If you can't take on bad guys, which most real life superheroes can't, don't. Be a really good set of eyes and ears for the cops. Yeah,
5: I'd say I like I like the ones that just just like uh, if you were saying uh, focusing on your special what what is your what is your focus yeah, you, is it is it ending hunger yeah. in your in your neighborhood right. well, and you're not going to change the world as a real life superhero you're going to change your world and your world starts with right. you so you right. need to focus on you and who you're hanging out with you know you're the right. you are the culmination of the five closest friends right so are your friends right. ready to run out and and back you up and know this CPR stuff and know how to handle themselves in a situation or are you hanging out with people who are there for the next healthy Ooh. You know what I'm saying? That's that's really you know what what is your focus? While you're are you listening to super are you listen, are you listening to superhero soundtracks in your car and pretending you're driving the Batmobile? Or are you trying to better yourself yes. with a podcast like this? Or another one where you're learning how to be a better human being or learning another language? You know how serious are you going to take this? Is really what I often wonder when I think about real life superheroes. So there's my little tidbit. So. Your little aunt? Yeah. Thank you. Dude,
3: that uh, just got me so hot right there. I'm there you like, go, Your pod
0: wife is really. I, I'm I, like, yeah, I'm like
3: Gomez, and you're like Morticia
0: Adams. I'm just kissing
3: you up your arm. Mwah, mwah, mwah. She
0: just spoke French, right? I can yeah, feel right. the
5: thigh caress oh, from across God his knee. All right. Geek pal I love it.
0: It passionate. <laughs> We've got, Spectre, we've got somebody on hold in the in the, uh,
2: call queue. Well, but they don't have so their hand raised. Them? Oh, you oh. don't have your hand raised, oh, yeah. Colin. Uh, we we six have, six. yeah, we, we have got yeah. someone who's who's waiting to talk to us, and I know who that someone
0: is. Well, um, you do know who that is? Well, okay. Right, cause if they
5: do want the to talk, they usually raise their hand. Don't
0: they? They, no, they usually uh, press the one, but yeah. if they haven't, uh, should we let them on? Do you think they, oh, you do uh, know, I know I that person? We should let them on. Well, let's okay, see, all right. This, there All right, all right. Yeah.
2: Hello? Welcome. Hello.
0: Inspector, I thought you, you were gonna welcome them.
2: <laughs> hey, hey cooler. who's this? Hey uh
0: me, Bob, From
2: Harlem. Hey Philip, how are you doing? From
0: so Harlem. I so, love so that.
2: to introduce you to um to introduce you to the folks here, so uh uh our cooler is, is a teammate of mine who uh, joined up I guess what a month or so ago and, and was on patrol with Dark Guardian, and myself, and the uh, infamous Tony Dangerous on patrol in Harlem for some, uh, some fun, fun times. But uh, how you doing, man?
4: I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I enjoy what I'm hearing from you guys. I'm really looking to you guys all the way home. And I kind of had to good. get on the conversation a little
2: bit. Good stuff. So, so what, what do you think? What do you think about the whole uh, the whole hero topic that we're discussing tonight?
4: Well, I I agree with the majority of everything else says. The um, thing is that it comes as one of the, well, my... Opinion on was uh, was when it was mentioned that to have, you know, to know self defense and to go out there and be something, but you don't have to be Superman, you don't have to be Captain America to just be a hero to somebody, you know, like what we did right. when it was me and you, actually, with that guy that, you know, he had that situation when uh, we found him, he overdosed, and, you know, we saved the man's life. And just a wow. just small action like that can really turn around a a lot for everybody just to show that it's just a little thing can change
1: everybody.
3: Okay. Let me ask ask you superhero types a question. (laughs) (laughs) When you do stuff like when you do stuff like that how does that make you feel? When you pick up your needles and you get your and you help somebody save somebody's life or whatever like you were saying how do you feel after that happens?
1: Well
4: uh do you know mind me um on first off well i I've got asked this question when I was with respect to the first time I met him uh one guy asked me that same question, and I'm gonna compare it to something that I did personally for a long time. I was a mixed martial artist for about five years, and uh like phoenix jones but i I didn't go under persona of anything. it was just kind of me being myself, and from then on out, I felt like a superhero. To my own self, you know, I was in the gym, I was doing things that I saw superheroes do and I was like, this is my life, you know, I'm my own personal superhero, but the thing is, that got taken away from me due to an accident that happened, so I wasn't able to fight anymore, and I realized I don't have to be able to run 12 miles, I don't have to be able to lift a certain amount of weights. So I don't have to be able to punch as hard as I can to make an impact, and that's what superheroes do, they make impacts whether it's from superhuman strength or from having the flag on your shield or for, you know, saving somebody from a building that's burning. It's just the impact that you make that either changes somebody's life for an amazing cause or just basically doing something courageous within yourself that you realize that it took a lot of you to pull out to do. And doing things like that, like taking somebody up who overdosed or, you know, helping a woman out who's been, you know, into some kind of situation, it's not like oh I did this. Let me get recognition. It's I did this, and this person's life has changed.
5: Hmm. That's really interesting. You like you like had a fall from from grace almost, but it it made you more super having lost your powers than uh than when you had them. You know, it, if you it humbled to your, me
4: for the for 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 an because uh I kind of was believing in myself as my own god at one point because. Having that ego when you go into fighting, you think you can do whatever you want. I mean, you, I mean, if you worked out and you did everything that you look for in fighting, you realize, hey, I can do this, I can do that, I'm healthy enough, I'm strong enough, blah, 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 so forth, so forth. But when something happens and you get humbled as bad as like I did, you realize, I don't have to be all that to be a hero to somebody. Right, Exactly. Right. right. You yeah,
5: I heard I heard Rock say something uh, the other day. What uh, about sometimes you go out and you you expect to hear a lot of thanks and praise when you when you do these things for people, but you 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 kind of came to to not expecting it anymore, yep. and then you get this when you do get the praise, and it's like all the more. You said something to that effect.
0: Yeah, it was when we first started this. You thought that people would be gushing and being, you know, so very, very grateful when you gave them food or clothing, and then I realized we have no right to expect that from them. They didn't ask for any of this. So when we, when we, you know, if you stop expecting that, you know, when you do get a thank you, it's 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 twice as sweet. But to answer your question, Biff. Um, which is a really good question because if you don't know how you feel, if you don't know what's motivating you, you know, how can you keep doing this? Um, right. I feel like uh, when I do anything that, that gets a positive response or, or that I know helps someone, um, I feel like I, it's right. It feels right. It feels like right. – you know, when you're kind of off the beaten path and you're getting lost, you're like, am, am I going the right way? Dang it, GPS, are you helping? And then you, when you're back on course, you're going, oh, I am going the right way. That's it, yeah. I feel like whenever we do anything like this, it feels like, oh, okay, I'm right back on the right path. That's what it feels like personally.
5: I found it humbling when, when I've when i helped you the last few times that uh, it's you, you kind of have to, you're, you're kind of shy about it, especially when you hand someone some food, it, it, it kind of like you're in a different element, and then after a while you get comfortable with it, because you've you've kind of looked your enemy in the face, if you will, not not a homeless person I'm saying, but just that hunger. Yeah. And you yeah, afterward, you're you're kind of like you have to understand and put yourself in their shoes. You know, even picking up needles, you're like, I wish I could help more. You know, but uh, I don't know what yeah, I said. I, I've I said
2: quote from rock as well and and it it kind of feels like we're giving three answers and they're all rocks but um (laughs) yeah the the thing that you said the other day you you, you put something on facebook that i know a lot of people shared and it was extremely popular and and rightly so was that um sometimes you know people ask you if you're just putting a band-aid over a gaping wound and you know it can feel like that when you're out there and uh, you know you're you're a drop in the ocean when when it comes to trying to solve the problem um but you know, it, it, it's so important to be that band-aid And if, if everyone, if everyone else was being that same band-aid then there wouldn't be a gaping wound.
0: Mm. You know, I may have said it, but, but you made it sound so much prettier. Yeah,
5: <laughs> it's that accent. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, yeah. yeah, it is,
5: right? I know.
3: Right. I'm about to read me, read me stories at night, so I can just go right? to sleep. You know.
5: Yeah, but that goes be back honest, to setting an example, right? Tell, tell
3: me like, the Winnie Pooh story again, Specter. Please <laughs> tell me again.
4: <laughs> yeah, think about it as a positive play.
5: Yeah, that's yeah. what I like. You guys are setting an example, and uh, you you inspire. Also, I have so many people getting inspired. Uh, Rock, you you posted a story, uh, shared a story that our local news anchor here in the Bay Area, KTVU News, um, Frank Somerville. He shared a story about. You and your super and what you do, and that's your phone, and we're gonna mute it. Okay. And it was, uh, <laughs> and uh, oh, it was goddamn great. That
1: phone. Right? I yeah, love I loved. I loved
5: uh, his his story is great. First of all, just just sharing what you do, the needle pickups, and the homeless outreach, and you got your picture with you, in your uniform with the uh, with everybody. But I love the comments. Just and so many people getting inspired, and that's just really what I what I like to see is you guys inspiring other people to just even do a small act of, of kindness can make someone's day and change their thoughts for the better the rest of that day, and that's where it starts, right? It's a butterfly effect. Great.
0: Yeah, for everybody on here who does stuff, and everybody on this line does good things. I know. Don't make me call you out, Biff. I I know the good charities that you've done. Um, Please. But, the the you know some people say why don't you just do this quietly and not draw any attention with costumes or draw you know what you could do that and there are wonderful people out there doing that every freaking day but do you yeah. see the ones that get okay when we talk about being on stage I constantly think that I'm on stage because I want to inspire. And if you see the, you know, it was really, really, that's very humbling for the, the, the news anchor to, to do that. You know? It was great. Um, but what's what's really heartwarming is, is you know, and there's like uh, how many hundreds of comments, and half of them were, I'm going to go do this. Right. Hell yeah, that's what you want to hear. I'm going to go do this now. Because everyday meathead like me can go out there and do that. I don't have any superpowers, I don't have money, and I don't have a huge crew. So if you think that's what you need, you're completely wrong. Um, so to hear people say they want to go do this, that's, that's what is the big reward is for me.
2: Right. And you know what I've found really inspirational since since working with the Hero Initiative Group and particularly with with you, Rock, and your team, um, as as well as some of the other teams around the country, is um, the, the one thing that really pulled me into this was seeing the general public not treating victims, whether it's you know, victims of crime, victims of homelessness, or, or whatever, but not seeing people as human beings. And, and the kind of dehumanizing that goes on, you know, it's it's a rape victim, she must have deserved it, you know, the the, the kind of callousness that goes on. And, and I, oh, I really want yeah. to counterbalance that. And, you know, I, I think that there there's a certain aspect that makes you think, you know, I, I can pretend to care about homeless people, I can pretend that I see them as human beings, but, you know, but they smell and whatever. Um but you know the more the more you get into this the more you realize actually I do give a shit these really are human beings i've got a a real connection with these people and you know i think that's something that, that really comes through in the work that you do in san francisco and and uh, you know it has been massively inspirational to me and the people i work with
0: well thank you i appreciate that um you know and speaking of uh inspiring we we do want to inspire other people who are listening who go i'm not a real life superhero you said you'd give us some ways to, you know, be more heroic. I'm, um, I like I said, give blood because blood banks are really super low uh, around here in the SF Bay Area for one thing. And get your CPR and first aid certification because you never know when you're going to be that person that walks up on the mm-hmm. support. We were, we we Where's were doing our calendar? our morning walk and some poor lady, an older lady, just collapsed right in front of us. So, um, that's a good way to put more heroism into your life. And, like Specter said, this is a really important one. Look at all people as human beings that should be respected and cared about. At least give them the benefit of the doubt. They may prove you wrong that well they don't earn your respect, you know or so but but at least look at them that way when you first meet them because you know the person begging on the street isn't necessarily an awful person. we don't know what is prompting them to beg. So don't make the worst assumptions. I think too much world star hip hop, too much oh. just yeah, that that stuff just teaches you to turn the other, you know, turn your your head the other way, not help and to record, you know, I think that's one of the worst things going on right. I really do. I think they do. I <laughs> I love
1: that.
0: No, 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 no.
5: Oh, wait, what website? Did you say World Star or whatever? I
3: love that. Stop. Oh, There's my
1: no. God.
5: Stop, stop, <laughs> No, I, I heard a great quote today, and it had to do with uh, uh, someone was asking, he was like a guru or something like that, like, oh, what's wrong with the world? And, you know, how come we're seeing so much more violence because he had just made a statement like he, he thinks things are getting better because people are able to see the wrong with the world and ask themselves what can I do, you know why is this world so bad? What can I make? This, how can I make this better? It's an introvert, you know, talking in you know, inward talk. And she, she was like, oh, but it seems like it's getting worse because we see all this stuff on the news. And he goes, no. And she was a news anchor person. He goes, you're making it worse because you're bringing the, all this stuff into our living room and showing us all the bad. Like we are able to see all the bad all the time. But what are you doing right. about it? Are you just showing off? Are you world star hip-hopping and going like, look at this fight, another fight. And you're like, oh, my God, the world's getting terrible. It's like, no. Why can't you turn it around and go, how can I make this day a little better for this dude <clears throat> getting beat up? Or how can I stop this fight? You're just, you're just showing all the bad. And the more bad you show, the more it seems like there is. So what are you looking it's at? Like yeah, at? Yeah, energy yeah, yeah,
0: definitely... Exactly, exactly. Energy begets more energy, and if it's bad energy like that, it's it's uh, attracting more, so not so good. Yeah. Okay, so i got okay, to throw in another
4: little... Oh, go ahead. You have to think about the role of being reversed. What happens is, let's say you're the one that's you know, looking for that help. You know, wouldn't you that's want right. someone to, to lend you that hand? That's right. You know, they, they right. It could rather be from a, right. a, a, a religious view or just a money aspect. You know, maybe someone sit down and pray with you. Maybe somebody sit down and just give you, you know, five dollars of food that you're not going to spend on drugs, or maybe somebody who's not family to say, "Listen, you don't need to grab a needle." Someone who's who's out of the way, a, th- a third person to be like, "Hey, don't do this," or "Hey, I can do this for you." That everybody can do this for you, and that can right. change and start doing it for everybody else. It becomes like a, a positive infection. I don't know how it wants to word for that, but yeah, no, spread. Exactly. Eventually, not- mindset. Yeah. You see, you see, you see homeless sharing food with the homeless. I've seen videos of that where a guy got given a pizza pie and he shared oh, it yeah. with a homeless man. Yeah. And, and there was another guy who they arm wrestled, and they what happened? I think some guy won like a hundred dollars, and instead of just taking it and leaving, he shared it with the guy who lost. And instead of just them having to give up the piece, they both got a hundred dollars. Oh, yeah.
0: Wow. Now, see, it's it's I like your message. the whole thing is is just take take time that you normally wouldn't. You know, you just you focus too much inward on whatever it is that we're stressing over and everything, but instead take some of that energy and focus it outward. Now, I I find that that's a, one of the best ways to untangle whatever's going on inward with me is is stop being so, oh, it's all about me and you know, focus it outward and then whatever's tangled starts to work itself out. Switch the you,
4: switch the I or somebody else and see how that works. Maybe you right. don't need to see, but maybe they need to see.
0: Right, right. Um, civilian another I'm gonna call civilian too. <laughs> Citizen. C- civilian tips. Hey, some of you ladies out there are like, I don't wanna go out on the streets, I don't wanna but you know what? Do you bake? Do you make cookies? Well how about this? We're starting this whole double dessert days thing over here where we inspire our friends who love to freaking bake. We're going, you're gonna be baking anyway, make a double batch and go take it down to like the senior home or to your soup kitchen, because they will take baked goods like that. Check to make sure. You can take them down to the vets club, the firefighters, the police, or the senior citizens. I, I can tell you, anybody there would be happy to get home baked goods. So double dessert days, man. You're going to be making desserts. We're going to try to do that like every Thursday.
5: Doesn't take nope. much to double that recipe.
0: Nope, nope. You're <laughs> going to make
5: cookies anyway. Just add a, buy another bag, you know, bag of whatever and... That. that's pretty cool
0: there you go see
5: says the sugar addict says
0: the sugar addict i was just going to say <laughs> there's nothing wrong
4: with that there's nothing
0: wrong with it. well Not tell that to my
5: belly um, tell to my waistline
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man no kid um so, you know <laughs> so, so let, me, let me
2: ask them because we we were just talking about this whole bad news good news thing um You know, I I know some people who are very obsessed with the idea that the world, that society's collapsing and that the world's getting worse and worse. You know, the authorities and the government are are ruining society. And and I'm kind of in the other end of the camp where I'm fairly optimistic. I think the world's probably getting better and that, uh, you know, things like legalizing gay marriage kind of give me hope that uh, from a. From a moral point of view, things are going in the right direction. Um, but um, you know, what, what do you guys think? I mean, are we, are we are we on the verge of collapse? Are we getting better? Are we about the same? Nothing's going to change.
4: There's always good and bad that's going on. It's just it's kind of like teeter tottering right now, like kind of like what's going on in Boston. I mean, sorry, Baltimore. And then you have what's going on all the way in Texas. And then you have good things going on here. year. And it's like this good and this bad. It is a good day and it's a bad day Or this something good in the news, and then later on at 7 o'clock there's something bad in the news. I think people are, uh, I mean, I, I don't condone gang, you oh, know, relations or anything, but there's people like the Bloods and the Crips in uh, Baltimore who are getting together to just to help out their environment. Two people who hate each other the most, and then you have good news like that, and then you have bad news like, oh, there's a shooting that happened in Texas because all of a sudden somebody agrees with the whole ISIS situation that's an American and you get bad news like that that kind of throws everything off. It's kind of what the media takes the news and rolls with it, and whatever everybody grabs from there kind of decides what is good and what is bad and what's going to take over the whole day. Oh, what's going to take over the whole week? kind times when I heard news that doesn't even make sense last a week long when you have situations going on that, okay, someone got hurt. Something happened with this. You know, there's a company that's helping out these people, but they get no recognition because of what media played out to be.
5: Yeah, and that's another point. I... I... I don't know. I personally I I
4: think there are people instigating.
5: I think there are things going that are being tried to make things really wrong with the world. I think that all the change we see and all the media attention trying to focus on bad things is is a result of change happening. That's why you see so many riots. That's why you see so many people getting upset is because we're we're rebelling against being you know the bad. Personally, I like to feel like we're seeing a struggle, definitely. Uh that's personally what I think. But yeah, my the whole media thing, like everyone complains about the media so bad. All the media is like, dude, you got the freaking internet and YouTube. Why don't you make your own good media show? Why don't you go out there and show the good what what everyone's doing?
0: You know, honestly, I I don't think that anything's if you if you look at your history, things do feel like they're they're changing slowly, but really I don't think things are changing as drastically as people think they are right now because if you look back like I said in your history you'll see there were riots you'll see that there were clashes with the police maybe not as much you know as this out of control as you see with the police but again the fact that you can see it it's it's readily available to you 24 7 you think you see more um, in some cases you do but for a lot of this stuff it's it's just that you can see it more readily um, I do think that with the bads that you see, there are big shifts in, in good, too. I don't think we've had as many charitable organizations in history as we have now. Mm. Um, right. And as many movements for kindness and compassion as we are. So I think that there's 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 a slight imbalance, but, you know, like Paul was saying, there's the good and then there's the bad. Uh, really, you have to choose what you're going to view more of every day and, and what you're going to do about it, more importantly.
5: What do you think, Biff? Well,
0: I think that
3: men have been thinking the world was going to end since the dawn of time. (laughs) Right. It has progressively gotten, you know, every time, oh, it's so bad, oh, it's so bad, oh, it's going to be worse, oh, it's so bad. And I don't think a lot of it is that way. I think it's the kind of person that you are. You know, like, maybe you can't cure hunger for the world but you can cure hunger or help with hunger in your world. You know, if you're worrying about, like, the zombie apocalypse or nuclear disasters and all that sort of stuff, I mean, you can be prepared, you know, if you have, like, your stored-up water or whatever, but you can't live your life in fear. That's what Cap would say. And he is right, because... <laughs> because uh the world's going to go on so while you still have breath you still have to fight the good
1: fight. Oh wow.
0: Amen, brother. Yeah. yeah. Amen.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was great yeah. I have yeah, to well, you know,
2: well. I mean for the things that are going wrong in the world now that are worsening and you know what do you think what do you guys think the real life superhero movement can do to 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 actually make a difference for some of these issues, you know, is is there anything we can do?
0: keep growing. Oh, Biff, you want to answer that one? <laughs> Me? Oh, well, uh-huh. I, I think
3: you, I think the the guys that are doing it aren't doing it. You know, I don't, if it takes you to put on a cape and a mask to go out and pick up needles or to uh, give someone a ba- a bag sandwich or something, then I guess do it. You know what I'm saying? If you're engaging in breaking up crack dens with nothing but a, you know, a shovel no, bad idea. But I think that the real life superhero movement, it at its core is a good thing. You're trying to get awareness. You're trying to live up to heroes that are impossible to live up to. Superman, Batman, whoever. You know, I I think that this real life superhero movement could be something if
5: if it ever would get on its feet. <laughs> <laughs> if, it's, if it's approached correctly.
0: Right. With the right
5: guidance. Thank you, Heroes One O One. Right.
0: Oh goodness. Uh yeah, well we made mistakes. We're still making them. that's you know, but we're still here after what, four years? So uh I, I think I think the difference between us and somebody who gave it up is that maybe they didn't uh I don't know, we we're talking about accountability and admitting your mistakes being able to move forward from that. You Master know? Bruce. What do we do when we fall down? <laughs> we learn to
3: pick ourselves up.
0: <laughs> and now Simon's going, All right, you two are butchering my language. With
5: yeah. uh, your puke sound?
0: There's that thing. Yeah, I don't, right. I don't that is. <laughs> and Spectre's going, Okay, you two, I've had enough, now. So. <laughs> I almost
2: hung up there for a
1: second. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh. You know, the funny thing is, before you did that butchering of an English accent, um <laughs> yeah the thing you just said about uh, and i've already forgotten it but the, i i read an article just before this show and i'm not going to go into it because it kind of contains some spoilers around age of ultron but it was saying that um, one of the uh, one of the key themes behind the movie is taking accountability for your own actions and basically if you make a mistake you own it and you and you take responsibility for fixing it and you know the more i think about that 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 seems to actually be a a very well thought out uh, you know kind of plot uh line behind Age of Ultron and um you know and I, I kind of like it as a theme. I I like it that that Marvel's uh putting something moral into the storyline, you know. Absolutely. I didn't feel like and
0: we I think had a, it, Superman, but anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I know you had a big quiet, big silence there. Oh,
3: well, I thought I thought the other thing that Avengers pretty much proved was fear. In being afraid of things makes you do dumb things. You know, Tony did what he did because he was afraid. And when there's a certain part in the show, I'm not ruining anything. Hey,
5: watch those spoilers there, Biff.
3: All right, all right, all right, I'll wait till Sunday. But um, (laughs) there's a point when they all see what they're afraid of, Mm
1: -hmm. when they
3: all see themselves. And the one thing that they were all afraid of is that they would all would fail. I mean, what, through whatever circumstance. That's a hero's greatest kryptonite, is that they fail, or they have that ability to fail. And I think fear made people do weird uh-huh. things. Well, he did. We all know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, that's how I think. That's what I think,
3: also, is a theme in Avengers.
0: That's a great point. It is. It is. We all fear you know and we let a lot of fear make our decisions for us you're right and that's
5: done right.
0: yeah i mean i can't
3: yeah i can't tell you how many times i've been scared and i've made a giant world dominating robot that tries to destroy humanity and uh <laughs> make everything in its
5: image Well, at least you tried, you know.
3: Well, you know, that was a bad idea, and I stand up to that. All right.
5: Wow, taking accountability. That's great. Good on you. How come I didn't get a
1: honk for spoilers?
3: Hey,
5: there are so many movies that do that. Who knows what you're talking about? Oh,
3: Oh, my bad, my bad. I was talking about Terminator.
5: Right, okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. now you know what one of the things that I I think we touched on very briefly, but um, I want to emphasize that again is is whether you're civilian or you're an RLSH, either one. The important thing is to uh, get some type of training. I can't emphasize this enough. You you need to have some kind of training, whether it's training that helps you to repair someone who's just broken themselves in front of you, um, or you know, got hurt in front of you, or whether it's training to keep yourself safe, like some kind of defense training, get it. That's one of the most heroic things you can do because you will not only protect yourself, you will protect some innocent around you. Who knows? Yeah.
5: Go out and be be prepared. You're going to run out in spandex and a cape and wearing a mask, and you're going to go pick up needles and help the homeless, and you encounter a person who's got uh, a bad infection, and you're not able to, you're not prepared, you don't got your utility belt to take care of that, that's a problem. <laughs> you just, you know, go out nope. with what you know. What is your focus? What are you going to go out to do? Are you prepared to do it? Cool. Do you have the everything the needs. Needs? Yeah, you know.
0: Right. Um, and one one more thing I want to add, and, and you know, I don't know that I'll add that many more because we only have ten more minutes. You got a the big show. list there. I do, but you know what? what? I, I think here? the most important thing that I can put on here is you want to be more heroic. Go volunteer, because these. These organizations that are already set up, you don't have to, you know, set up your own organization. You don't have to start a 501c3. You don't have to do any of that. You know, why reinvent the wheel? There are so many organizations that need volunteers, and I'm not kidding. We do the Meals, for, meals on Wheels every Thursday, and we think, oh, they're going smoothly. They don't need us. You don't know how many times they need someone to take over this route because someone dropped sick. Or something like that. So yeah. go volunteer. You know, half an hour a week and 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 see see how much people uh, uh, appreciate the effort. That's yeah. so heroic. You know, you made someone's day. That's that's a heroic thing right there.
5: Hey, remember Biff? We had the Mandalorian Mercs on our show, and those guys dress up that's as right. bounty hunters, and they go uh, all kind of volunteering work, and the volunteers come to oh, them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah. Great, yeah. Sweet. great guys. You know, another thing I think that's important, I listen to this radio show where they these real-life superheroes talk about a bunch of jazz all the time, and I don't even know. But one thing they do talk about on that radio show, it's a good one, it's called Heroes 101, um, (laughs) is they talk about awareness. I think being aware is also a superhero trait. You know, if you can tell somebody to watch out for that curb or look out for that bus or, oh, you're going to drop your sandwich... You know what I mean? You can look out mm-hmm. for other people. You know, have an awareness of not only your surroundings but also yourself.
0: Abs You know what? If, if I could emphasize one thing every single day, uh, I teach my students the first thing I teach them because I can't. Te- I don't. I'm not. I can give them all here. Have Bruce Lee type skills. If they don't have the awareness first, they're not getting jack from me. Yeah. So you're absolutely yeah. right. That awareness yeah, is you, the
3: one thing that will save them. And, and you sound I mean, just like that show I listen to. You have to say, listen to Heroes 101.
0: No, I hear the female on there is an asshole, so. Uh, yeah. Well, it's well it's a, a, I the responsibility.
3: It's a big thing for you. But she's damn hot, I'll tell you that. I don't know, you know.
0: <laughs> Maybe
3: it's just that whole superhero thing gets me going. I don't know. It's
0: the cape. It's the cape, I know.
2: <laughs> yeah. But as well, though, I, I was going to say on the on the same subject, we're not always looking for Batman on our teams. You know, as, as much as I would love to have 20 guys <laughs> who are all MMA background and they're all cert certified and EMTs and. You know, they have all those skills. You know, we, we have a variety of needs. You know, we we always need help from people who can, you know, publicize things on social media. Like you said, we need help from people who can do baking. We need, uh, you know, just people who can coordinate and pick up the phone and more than anything else who have just got the willingness to put in a bit of time and effort. You know, that that's the most valuable contribution people can give us.
4: It's the heart wow. and the mindset that we're looking for. It's not, not the the strength and the height and so on and so forth like that.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. The, right.
4: The
0: because, exactly, Paul. Because you know what? Uh, I've seen members last for years who had the heart. Like you said, the ones who just they—that's it. Make a commitment. You want to do something really heroic. Anybody listening right now, make a commitment. It's long term. This is for the long haul. Don't think, oh, I'm just going to do this for like two months. No, make make a commitment. You know, put your heart into something. Pick up, pick a cause, and and try to stick to it and get to know it. And drag people in with you. That's what we do. That's what we try to do. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't say we
5: drag people in. I'd like to think we inspire. Oh,
0: we drag them. Okay. really
4: pull them along.
0: <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You'll love this. We promise. Just shut um, up. Come on. Let's do it. <laughs> that
3: explains what the capes are for, so it's easier to drag them, you know? Mm-hmm. We well, have it's pain. easier
0: to hide the bruises, isn't
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> plug, Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, so, talking, talking about costumes, I've got to ask you guys this because my uh, my illustrious teammate Dark Guardian asked on Facebook earlier on tonight. I don't, I don't know whether he's listening. He works uh, works on Tuesday nights now, but <clears throat> for when he listens back to this on the replay, he was asking on Facebook for reinventing his Dark Guardian costume. What recommend what recommendations have people got for him? Uh, any any thoughts from you guys on, on Dark Guardian's uh, version two point costume?
0: Yes, two Ooh. versions one for the street and gray man and one for events where he is just all Batman out or whatever he wants to do. So, but that's my personal yeah. opinion.
4: Th- yeah. That's what I agree too. Cause when we, well, well, when I first met him, you know, he had to, well, we, we saw what he was wearing. It was kind of like, okay, you know, we had one objective and one objective and to had that food. But through to the location that we were at, you kind of got to think about, you know, your safety as well going out there with you know cut sleeve on is that really a good idea. Especially in Harlem, you no know, you know. So, yeah, one thing for you know when we does, you know, we do events like give out food or you know like give out clothes or you know, something like that. But when it comes to like patrolling the streets, I already gave him some ideas personally, but I do think he needs to just uh sit down and go through Amazon like if it's a like a, a source or something and just look at everything.
1: There you
4: go. I just don't go with, and I told them this before, don't go with the whole, you know, too into the heavy look because people are doing that now because of the whole Daredevil show that came out on Netflix. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: The last thing you want to do is put on a, a freaking ski mask to cover your face and trigger all the traffic.
0: Oh God. Yeah. I think I'm hey, gonna
4: stop a nurse. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs>
4: Biff, I like what
5: the, your uh, your Legacy Initiative buddies out there do. They they wear like safety vests. And that's really, yeah. I love that. That's that's really approachable. You look like you probably have some kind of authoritative thing. You know, like I can help you. You know what I mean? Like that's that's great. That's perfect for that. It might not be perfect for going to fight a drug den, but who does that? I don't know. Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. Uh, you haven't, of that, you
3: haven't seen my loadout fest. Uh, my favorite character <laughs> is the Punisher. You know, so no, but
1: yeah, um, yeah. The, uh, I, I think. Uh, what does
3: Dark Guardian need? I'll tell you what he needs. He needs an unbreakable shield or a magic hammer,
1: <laughs> possibly a death ray.
3: Maybe a death ray. I don't know. Maybe some like. sleep pellets, you know, like Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pass.
5: Yeah, I think, he I think he's got a
3: good look. He's got a good look, so I, I think he just
5: needs more gadgets. You know what I'm saying?
0: Hilarious. You know. I
5: like Rock's answer. I like the way he should. It should be de- dependent on what he's going yeah. to
0: do. you know, you again, fashion man, you got to have different different choices. for the, the things. What? Yeah, what yeah, do you have, you have go. against
3: magic hammers? What, what do you
0: guys tap- got
4: against? Oh that? man, right. no,
0: just give me a tesseract. I'll show you what I can. Magic okay. helmet. <laughs> All right, we've got <laughs> two minutes left, and at two and, it's and a
4: half.
0: It, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Now now with uh <laughs> two minutes with uh that I, our our guests, our esteemed guests, have um their own radio show, as you can you can probably guess with how comfortable they are together. Um and it's called <laughs> Geek Pile. Oh baby. There you go. You can check yes. out Geek Pile. Just go to Blog Talk Radio and uh um they their show is on Sunday night at eight We're o'clock. On Sunday. Pacific time.
5: Yeah, Sundays at eight Pacific. Uh, geek uh dot slash Geekpile. We're also on iTunes. Just go to your little search bar there in iTunes and search for Geekpile. We will pop up. Uh, and please come on, come all. We welcome our fellow yeah. geeks to uh, sit in our little community den of geekdom and uh, oh, yeah. talk about what we talk. Well, about. if
0: you guys are gonna be talking about Avengers this weekend, I might, I might pop in there. Yes. So, uh... we did a non-spoiler
5: <laughs> Avengers show last week. We are going to do the and total, total spoiler.
1: We're doing this whole <laughs>
5: spoiler show this week, so please bring Hell all yeah. of your your water cooler talk that they shoo you away for, and we're gonna have a great time. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm definitely. And uh, I'd like to thank. We've got you know Titus Lupus. We love having you in the chat room. If you if you weren't there, we would feel like what did we do wrong? What's what what's going on? Because Titus always shares something funny or something you know informative with us. So uh, and um, I want to thank uh, Paul. Paul, thank you. You gave us a lot of good answers, and we can't wait to meet you when we come out to New York, which we are. We're coming out in November, so we'll be seeing you then. Um, And to my awesome co-host, thank you again for giving us stuff to think about and, and talk about. And I'm turning it over to you.
2: Turning it over to me, well, you know what? I, I, I miss Nightbug this week. I'm looking forward to that guy coming back next week. It's it's not the same without his wacky sounds going on in the background. But, <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I've, I've also got to thank all the same people, and thank you to my lovely co-host, as usual. And uh, in the last 30 seconds of the show, I guess I will say they've got spoilers, but you can see there are no spoilers on We Heroes 101 Radio. Thank you very much, everyone. Good night, and we will catch you same bat time, same bat channel next week.
1: Good night. Woo! Bye, everybody. that Bye. Was a
2: really cool Good night,
1: everybody!
5: <laughs> Good, Good night, you. babe. I'll see you next week. Bye, <laughs> Good night, Babe. Thanks for having us, everybody. Thank you, guys. Woo! <laughs>
0: put that there first.